0: He, he wouldn't be in the best of spirits, but he should be very, very proud of the deeds of his team. Let's talk to the, the man who coached the Oakley Cannons in 2022, took them to the grand final and also one game short of the final of the Australia Cup. Chris Taylor, welcome to FNR. Thanks, guys. Thanks very much for having me. Well, we had you a couple of weeks ago and uh, we kept our fingers crossed and uh, I, I watched with great interest... And you guys came out of the blocks. You scored the opening goal. What were you thinking when that goal went in, Chris? Seriously, now you can you can you can tell us how you really feel because the game's
1: finished. Come on, look. I mean, I was obviously obviously hoping for the best uh, result possible. Um, and when you go in front, you think, well, Whoop. if we can get another one, maybe it could be like Sydney. But um, wow, yeah. I mean, I, for for me, it was quite disappointing in the end. Um, you know, conceding that many goals and. Um, I felt if we hadn't have lost Aaron and we had about had Joe Knowles who we lost to Brisbane a couple of days earlier, um, the result could have been different. But, um, but that's football for you.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, I, I was going to say there were mitigating circumstances to the scoreline.
1: You lost your, I suppose, your, your best organiser, is that fair, early in the game? Yeah, well, look, look, if you analyse it, in the grand final on Sunday, uh, Aaron was judged best on ground, so um, he's in a rich vein of form at the moment. We're not conceding goals. Uh, He's a big part of that. He's probably one of the big leaders out there, so losing him was, was, uh, you know, very, very tough to replace, yeah.
0: Let's dwell on Aaron for just a moment. Is he living proof that confidence is a wonderful thing in sport?
1: look I, I think confidence goes a long way no no what i'm what i'm no, suggesting
0: what i'm suggesting is that he's built up a wonderful vein of confidence based yeah. on a string of great performances that have led up to you know leading the, the team to this
1: wonderful result in the NPL. yeah look, i i think uh, i think that applies to the team as well you uh-huh. know once a team's confident or an individual's confident you know they they tend to play with that you know not the added pressure and and that sort of thing so Aaron's been very, very good the last uh, five or six weeks for us, yeah. I
2: mean, And again, were you pleased, obviously, to, to concede that the goals in the second half there are mitigating circumstances, we we've, as we've said. But again, in that first 45, particularly or similar to the game against Sydney, you guys weren't just – it wasn't a defend 11 men behind the ball kind of approach. You guys were really, really slick in possession. You guys were playing – against an A-League opponent on your own terms. You must have been, even though the result didn't happen, uh, delighted with the the way that that panned out, you know, from from that point.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, I think there were good passages of play and I thought we looked quite sleek when we went forward, you know, our ground suits us. Um, but like like I say, that was probably the disappointing part for me that we didn't back that up, having done it uh, in the last four or five games. but. I do acknowledge that, you know, things do change. I mean, you know, the uh, the grand final on the weekend, you know, South Melbourne had a lot of injuries, you know, and it does affect teams. And I, I think we've probably become a victim of the amount of games we've played. And, uh, you know, dare I say, you know, they, they've got, MacArthur have got some very good players. I, I thought we got some very ordinary decisions, but that's part of football as well. Um, and, and probably were due for a loss but uh, to, to concede the five was a bit disappointing but you know it was a big night for the club and uh, obviously getting some of the young boys on um, in the last five, ten minutes and uh Obviously, the keeper as you've been talking about, was something quite special. And well, um, Chris Taylor, think- how old is he? Come on, let it out. Let let. I, let- I think he's thirteen. To be honest with you, I think you're exaggerating when you say he's fourteen. I, I don't I don't believe he's fourteen yet. Yeah, yeah, and he's definitely not twelve. Is that correct? No, he's not twelve. He's he's definitely thirteen. Yeah. I tell you what. You know the
0: most wonderful thing about any keeper. Is if that if they can't get if they don't get fussed if they don't get flummoxed too quickly if they have a you know a sort of demeanor that doesn't uh, that shows you that they're they're very hard to ruffle then you've got something very special on your hands I think it's a tremendous thing to give him you know half a dozen minutes to to run on to especially in front of the fans. How was he received, Chris? Because you were at the ground. Um, I was watching on television. It, it was impressive and it looks like they went wild. Did you feel very happy or were you guarded and thinking to
1: yourself, should I have done this or w- should I do this? No, no. Look, I, I mean, you know, we, I thought about it quite seriously and I thought, look, it will be good for the young boy. Oh, bless it'd you. It would be good for the club. Um, You know, I'm probably being the youngest player, but – what was even more impressive, you know, you, you saw all the supporters uh, start applauding him when he came on. Wow. Even White York actually applauded him, yeah. which I thought yeah. was really you know, good. And uh, and it's, it's part of the spirit of football, I suppose. You know, it was played in the, – the competition was played in, you know, good spirits and that, and that, that only added to it at the end. Mm. Uh, what did you learn? What can we say now that the club and
0: you as a coach has, has learnt or, or have learnt – after what has been a terrific campaign it didn't finish as you wanted yes but what have you learned what do you think the players have learned or will learn from this wonderful experience and this great ride that has given the sponsors a huge lift and the club a great profile across the country
1: yeah look I think obviously you know the confidence is the biggest thing but uh, but as for saying that I think it just gives you that bit of a taste and want to do better next year um I think the players will be the same we, you know, once you've had that bit of a taste of it, and you've seen what you can do, you you actually start want to back in yourself all the time, and um, want to win it next year. You know,
2: <laughs> Chris, I, I remember when we spoke to you a couple of weeks ago, just after the the Sydney game, and yeah. you know, you, I remember you talking about about um, I mean, there that on that day, you were like, oh, I was kind of disappointed. I was expecting it to maybe be the result beyond us, and so I could could bring him on and. Many people thought when you said that you were joking, but here <laughs> no, we are two weren't. weeks later and it actually happened. And as you said, the, the sort of exposure as well that, that it's it's brought to the club, I've seen it pop up everywhere from oh, this, international this outlets and everything. This has gone everything. global. It's gone have, global. You, have you missed a, a career in, in marketing <laughs> that, that we're not aware of or something?
1: I said it to our media people today. I said, we normally get about five or six uh, likes on a, a Facebook post. I said, all of a sudden, it's gone berserk. Maybe That's I'm wonderful. in the wrong industry, yeah. <laughs> no, you're not in the wrong industry. You're in the right industry, but
0: you've done something that you, you've watched your players do, and that is they've they've uh, they've come together, they've gathered themselves, and they've played in a fashion that uh, you should be very proud of as their coach. And what's the hierarchy at the club, uh, I, I know as a former uh, president of a football club, just how tough committees are. Uh, what's the feedback been, uh, you know, 24, 24 hours on Nilly.
1: Look, I, I think the club's absolutely delighted. You know, they're talking about having, you know, days, bring the whole club in, you know, like a, a family day. and How fabulous. And, uh, you know, talking about flying the, the, the uh, grand final trophy in and stuff like that. So, they, yeah, they, they, they want to appreciate, the, you know, the members of the club. And uh, I think that's what it's all about. You know, we're definitely a community club. We don't want to lose that little tag. Um, but it's nice to see, you know, we've got people there. It's 50th anniversary this year. We've got people that, are, that founded the club um, and have been there, you know, guys in the late 70s uh, that are there every single night. And to see the, you know, the joy on their faces, that, that's what makes football such a good thing at times. You're right. It's the the smile on their faces, the
0: wonder in their eyes, and uh, the opportunity to sit there and reflect on their journey too through those last 50 years. Um, I've got to say also we should take this opportunity to thank you and congratulate you for winning the, the grand final.
1: Yeah, I I think it it was a big thing that uh, the club's been so close so many times and not really won it. I know we won last year's uh, trophy, but that was, you know, under a bit of a cloud with COVID and that. Yep. So to actually go to a grand final, play one of your big rivals, you know, it was nice to play a team like South Melbourne who got fantastic support. You know, the support was fantastic on the day. Uh, Some a very good spectacle and, you know, obviously coming away the way we and and winning in fashion like we did, I think it was great for the club and um, kind of buries all those hoodoos.
2: And I think, you know, as as you said, for the club who have come so close to tasting that championship success in in seasons gone by and had some heartbreaks in grand finals, sometimes at at your hands, Chris, (laughs) um, you know, there's sweet relief. You're supposed to keep (laughs) saying, hold that back, hold that back. (laughs) Um, We we can gloss over that, don't worry. Uh, Sweet relief for them, but how has it felt for you? Because obviously since you've made that transition into the Oakley head coach's role a a few seasons ago, this has been – the objective. Yes, there have been some Im- interruptions throughout this time. What has yep. the emotional impact been for, for you of, of lifting that trophy again, this time with a, a new club?
1: Well, look, look I, I mean, I, I don't always get too emotional. I, I think the satisfaction knowing that you've gone out or set out to achieve something and what you've put in, in place and planned for for two or three years uh, has come to fruition. Um, and And it's nice, like I said before, it's you know, it's very much a community feel. And when you you look at people and see how much joy it's given to them, for me, that's satisfying enough. But, Mm. um, you know, I'm competitive. I hate getting beat last night. You know, I'm disappointed. (laughs) I'm angry that we got beat. So, um, you know, I I think, uh, you know, I I think it was great, you know, doing it against my old club was nice as well, Um, you know, but still got healthy respect for them. So, um, you know, I think it's... um, That's what football's about. You win some, you lose some and enjoy it while you're winning. Uh, Chris, can you imagine
0: next season, first game between the two of you? It'll be on for young and old. Yeah, look... But, but no, no, what, what I'm saying is, is you've all you've done is you've upped the ante.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, without doubt, but, um, you know, that's what football's about. Correct, it's, it's correct. It's good for the game, and um, if it gets more bombs on suits, as they say, uh, it, it can only be good, and we've had some great crowds this year. The, the, the grand final was terrific. Mm. I know South Melbourne made up a, a vast portion of those, but uh, last night against uh, MacArthur, it was a, quite a healthy crowd, and... Um, Five or six thousand people on a on a midweek night. I, I think that was very very good, and we haven't experienced that before. So it's onwards and upwards for the club.
0: Uh, speaking of uh, upwards and and uh, getting very positive results, a midweek game, and that's the biggest crowd of the year, hasn't it? For uh, the Oakley
2: Cannons, yeah, probably across the uh, the state. I I would say almost almost certainly
1: that'd be about right, wouldn't it, Chris? Oh yeah, I mean, look, without a doubt, it's the biggest crowd we've played on our own ground. But um, yeah, and the atmosphere was was electric last night. It was really good. I can imagine the first few minutes, and just before that goal went in, when as you
0: say, as you rightly pointed out, Lockie, they were bossing the game and, mm. and playing it with that that uh, lovely smooth um, um, uh, skill that they've shown in the last uh, few months. Um, you must have been sitting back thinking to yourself. Yeah, I might get what I want, and I'm talking to Lockie now because Lockie had said to me, "All I want is Oakley to win."
2: I I, I just like NPL clubs. What can I say? I just no, I like cup sets. I'm a very simple man. I like the <laughs> underdog to win, and that 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 leaves me very happy. Uh,
0: Chris, uh, let me throw something uh, at you without notice. Uh, when you're putting a side together, uh, is it you and the committee that that pick the side or uh, or choose the players? Or is there a sporting director at the club uh, that uh, that works with you hand-in-hand hand to deliver some of the the young talent?
1: Uh, look, we've changed it a bit this year. We've got uh, Johnny Iwanu who's uh, been at um, Bentley Greens and obviously it has great networks. The whole thing for me is about networks. So uh, Oakley's been a bit different. They brought players to the table at times, but uh, ultimately as a coach, um, you're the one that, that, that picks them. I do like to meet the player first uh, to know how he's going to fit in a dressing room, see what sort of character he's got. Cause that, that's quite important nowadays. Um, yeah. And um, you know, I've got decent net- networks, you know, I haven't been in the game for a long period of time. So, you know, the flavor at the moment is to bring in interstate players, um, but also good young players. You know, we, we've, we've had a lot of success by bringing the young players through Anthony Pantazopoulos is, is the perfect example who's 18 and um, he's played nearly every game this season and, um, you know, he's been involved with the young soccer who's he, he's, he's definitely one for the future. So, um, you know, and they're all, all through contacts and networks that you've got.
0: You know, uh, in my, my days at, the, uh, at uh, South Melbourne, I remember one of my biggest chores, almost the only chore, was to make sure that Johnny Anastasiades was um, uh, free of any uh, parent pressure. Any any uh, mums and dads pressuring him to play their children? Um, uh, do you get much uh, of that sort of interference or disruption, or are you free, thankfully, of of anything like that?
1: Look, I, I, I think our club's pretty good. I mean, they um, you know, there's, you're always going to get the odd political one. <laughs> uh, you know, and and, and my I son or my daughter needs more that.
0: playing time. That, that's the yeah. one.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not; uh, it's part for the course, especially over here. But um, you know, it's how you how you deal with it. You know, and um, you know, there's there's a good way to deal with it. There's a bad way. So m- most of the time, it's just good communication. Okay, what's next? Rest, um, rest surely. Surely, no, no, no,
0: what's, ne- what's next?
1: What's um, next? You're, you're polishing think, yeah, you're polishing the trophies
0: in what? the trophy room. What's next? You're taking yeah, a holiday. Yeah. You're taking a break you you are going to have a family day with the players what what's 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 next
1: i'm uh, i'm flat out at work i'm trying to catch up on all the work that uh, <laughs> I, I've avoided doing because of this cup run so um yeah i'm i'm going to be busy for a while but uh, we're we're trying to get a couple of days off and um no doubt you know do do something maybe go up to queensland or something like that but it's very hard getting the time off work at the moment
0: has, has work appreciated uh, your extra commitment and extracurricular activities? I don't, I don't think they know what to do, yeah.
1: Um, <laughs> well, we won't no, tell them, don't worry. Yeah, look, it's, it, it's on building sites, you know, everyone seems to know that you're involved in the game. And, uh, yeah, we had quite a few people come last night. So, yeah, it's really good. And, and the people are very supportive. So, um, yeah. Very Wonderful good. stuff.
0: Uh, do you have any idea if the uh, the boys in the uh, in the kiosk ran out of food, or did they have plenty of
1: supplies left? I think they still had a few like, a bit <laughs> left at the end. I mean, everyone was getting fed late at night, so um, wow. You know, and, and that's that's the good thing. You know, we we now we've had a taste of it. We want to do it again. So uh, let's hopefully we have a good cup run next year and go a little bit further. Well, your thirteen-year-old goalkeeper got to sleep at two o'clock in the morning. What time did you get to sleep? Um, look, I'm probably a little bit, you know, long in the tooth now. I've done it before, so it's I don't get quite as excited, I must admit. And I, I've got to get up at four in the morning for work. So, Oops. you know, two or three o'clock don't don't work for me anymore. So what time are you, did you hit the sack? Uh, I probably was in bed by about
0: 11.30, quarter to 12. That's fair enough. Just before they laid uh, Queen Elizabeth II uh uh, at Westminster uh, Hall. There you go. Um, Chris, it's been terrific uh, having access to you over the last few weeks, and thank you for the support that you've provided the uh, team at FNR. We, we, You know we have a few uh, Oakley Cannons supporters and, uh, and others here. I'm, not, I'm just an appreciator of the Oakley You're Cannon, not the so. only one I'm talking about. There are others <laughs> here who, who breathe Oakley Cannons. Uh, for them, uh, I've watched their faces all day. Uh, they too would have been like you, Chris, uh, hoping for a better outcome. But can I just say, uh, for all those uh, supporters of the, uh, the the community football and the NPL, uh, you've been a shining light, you and your players all year. And leaving us with that wonderful story of uh, bringing on that 13-year-old keeper just was the topping that has given the game a, a little further boost. And I, and I trust that um, even Football Victoria get, reaches out and says to you, well done. No, thank you,
1: thank you. Hopefully, hopefully everyone enjoyed it, and um, yeah, certainly, uh, certainly, it's a night to remember for us all. Okay, and the last question for you, as we leave you, who's your pick for the final? Um,
0: How good is this game? to I'll be?
1: be? I've got to be quite political the way I say it. Um,
0: <laughs> I say it, it well say it. Well.
1: I think I think the federation want definitely want the A League club to win it. Because uh, I think they're the only ones that can go to uh, to the Asian Cup. I don't, uh, from what I'm led to believe now. Oh, is that right? Has there been some that's change? What, that, because my understanding is yes, that
0: should an MPL club get up, that they're, they're they've won the right to represent the
1: the country. I'm not sure on that, but um, all right, look, well, we'll we'll find out. We'll get an answer on that. I think I think the other thing is it depends where they play. Because I know where uh, Sydney United are very averse to playing on synthetic. And uh, I think that will help them somewhat. Uh, but MacArthur's got some very good players. You know, De Villa in the middle of midfield. You know, they're, they're good players to watch. You can see why they've played at such high levels.
0: You've just reminded me, there's one more question I've got to ask you. What did you make of young Azani last night? Because he's had uh, some really uh, rough times with injury. Is he back to some of the uh, that, that uh, wonderful form that he was showing when he was at
1: Melbourne City? Yeah, look, I think obviously he scored two goals last night. So you've got to say that the confidence will do him the world of good. Um, Yeah, he's very mobile, um, very tricky as well. um, But those sort of players thrive on on confidence. And Mm. uh, if things are going his way, I'm sure he's going to be a, a bigger asset for them this year.
0: Fantastic. Chris Taylor, thank you very much for joining us on FNR and giving us a fantastic half an hour to talk about uh, a very important game in the games, in, in the club's history and also uh, giving us uh, validation that he's a 13-year-old goalkeeper, not a 12-year-old or a 14-year-old and bless you for giving him a chance to, to run on and create a bit of history. Well done. Thanks very much. Thanks, guys. Thanks for your time.